Have you ever been in a situation where you have extremely limited resources, a sprinkle of desperation and anxiety, and maybe fear as the cherry on top of that nightmare of an ice cream sundae? Well, I'm sure all of us experience a situation like that at least once in our lives. But if you haven't before 2020, I'm pretty positive that you experience a moment like that during this pandemic, right? It's like one of those situations where people say, hey, there is no need for panic. And not only we do panic, but we also buy enough toilet paper to last five generations. Well, when we find ourselves in situations like that, isn't it so hard to understand and believe that we can overcome those situations and that we can actually feel blessed in the midst of it? I know personally, it is really hard for me to see that. And this morning, I want to dive into a very precious story from the Old Testament about a mother in total despair and her journey to be ultimately hashtag blessed. This is the story of the widow and the olive oil found in the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1 to 7. The wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that he worshipped the Lord. But now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her, How can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha then said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars and as each is filled, put it to one side. She left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live with what is left. What a story. Right. I think we can all agree that these women had really massive problems, way bigger than toilet paper and Clorox wipes. Her husband had just died and he left her with a debt that was so big that her sons would be taken as slaves by their creditor. And she had absolutely nothing to help with her situation except one small jar of olive oil. Can you imagine that frustration, that desperation that that mother was feeling? Well, there is so much that we can learn with this story. Even though it's very short, it's just seven verses. There are a lot of lessons here for us. And that's what we want to get this morning. So let's start. The first lesson this woman is teaching us, it's a precious one. Seek godly wisdom. We can find comfort and wisdom when we seek God's help. Throughout scripture, we are encouraged to cry out to God when we are in trouble. And the act of crying out, it's an act of desperation, but it leads us into genuine humility 
that ends up leading us into unconditional surrender. This woman, she knew that her problem was beyond her solving skills, that she needed something more in unconditional surrender. And sometimes crying out to God means crying out to God's people. This woman, she knew her problem was beyond her solving skills, but she also knew a group of people who could help, the prophets. We know from the text in the scripture that her husband was working with the prophets when he was alive. Can you imagine all the amazing things this woman witnessed because her husband was right there serving people, serving the community while serving God? She knew that the prophets were the right people to go for help. She knew that they could find a solution for her problem. And Elisha provided a different perspective to her situation. One that not only empowered her family, but also preserved their dignity. All the while making sure she knew that she was worthy, even in that troubled time. And the same goes to all of us in modern days. When fear creeps in and clouds our judgment, your church is here to help. This church, Grace Community Church, it's a place where people can come when they are in trouble to cry out to God and cry out to God's people and trust that by the grace of God, we will have your back. In my office, right next to my computer, I have a piece of paper with an ancient Chinese proverb that says, start with what they know and build on what they have. That is my compassion and justice motto. And that it's exactly what the prophet Elisha did for this woman. And that's what we here at Grace want to do for you. So remember, when you are in trouble and you're crying out to God, it's okay to cry out to God's people as well. We're here for you. Another lesson we can learn from this story is find your community. Blessing is a communal experience. No one gets blessed for themselves by themselves. The women in Second King needed something more than just her family to provide that assistance. So she needed a different perspective. She needed an outsider view of her problem to map out a game plan so she could overcome that situation. She needed Elisha. And I love the fact that when she went to him, his first word was, how can I help you? It wasn't anything judgmental like, well, you know, you should have talked to your husband and not allow you to get into debt. Nothing like that. He was ready to jump into action and help her and her family to get out of that situation. Not just that, but she also needed more resources than what she had in her house. She needed more jars. So she needed her neighbors. She needed people to be able to donate what they had in order for her family to experience that miracle. And how amazing it is that her neighbors provided the exact amount of jars that she needed for that to happen. So to be blessed, you need people. You need to find your community and knowing that when you go to them with a problem, you can trust that they will answer God's call and do whatever it takes to help you and bless you. Let me share a story with you. When I was in fourth grade, I came home from school one day and I found my parents and my brother in the living room. They were on their knees praying to God for wisdom and help. Later in life, I learned that we were struggling financially in that moment. 
and some of our bills were not paid. We were living paycheck to paycheck. And it got to the point that some of our utilities were, were going to be cut off right on that day. So we prayed. We prayed together as a family. We asked for divine intervention because we needed extra support. And the very next day, my mom got a phone call from her best friend, Ansita. Um, and Ansita just told my mom that she felt in her heart that she needed to help my family, that she wanted to pay some of our utility bills because that's what, that's what she could do. And my mom was extremely surprised and also very embarrassed as any parent in that very delicate situation would be. So she kind of tended to hold on to her pride and she was about to say no to that assistance when Ansita said something that my mom carries for life and she continues to teach us this lesson. Ansita said, please allow me to be blessed as I am blessing you and your family. How powerful is that? I can't tell you that we never faced any other hardships as a family after that moment, because that is not true. We actually have quite a book of troubled waters and very intense, overwhelming situations as a family. But what I can tell you is that my family wouldn't be as blessed, as as fortunate as we are if we didn't have people like Ansita in our lives. People who are willing to do whatever God is calling them to do in order to support you. That's the kind of people you want in your life. That's the kind of community you need to find. We are blessed to the extent that we bless others. Unfortunately, we don't know much about these widows' neighbors. We don't know what happened to them after that story. But I can only imagine how blessed they were simply because they chose to donate some jars to her. Maybe one, maybe two, maybe someone donated 10. But they were the support system that she needed. We are blessed to the extent that we bless others. Another important lesson that we learn in this story is dedicate all you have to God. This woman, she didn't have a lot. She only had one little jar of olive oil. But hear this, olive oil back then was a necessity. People use it for cooking. They use it for lighting. They use it as cosmetic and all the curly haired people can understand and relate. They use olive oil for so many things, including as currency. It's known that King Solomon in first Kings used olive oil as payment to build the first temple of Jerusalem. Olive oil was probably her most valuable possession. It was everything she had that was actually worth something. And the prophet Elijah just looks at her and says, yeah, pour it out. Can you imagine? What would you do in that situation? I know I would be extremely hesitant. You're telling me that the one thing that I have, that it's valuable, you want me to pour it out? What? When we find ourselves in situations like that, where we don't know where the next supply is coming from, we tend to hold on to what we have and we will never let it go. All of us go through this. It happens to the best of us. But when we do that, we forget something very crucial. Our resources can be multiplied when we dedicate and use them to the kingdom of God. This miracle with the olive oil didn't just serve this family. 
It was proof of God's power to everyone around her. It was proof of God's power to her family, to the prophets, to her neighbors, all because she dedicated that small amount of olive oil and allowed God to multiply it. Here at Grace, we partner with this incredible organization called Justice and Mercy International, and we support their efforts in the Amazon region in Brazil. I don't know if you know this, but COVID-19 hit the Amazon very differently and way more aggressively than it hits the other places in 2021. In January of 2021, the Amazon was hit by a second wave of COVID-19 with a new variant that quickly was found as more contagious and aggressive than any other at the time. A countless number of people were testing positive all at once and going into a severe state of health in a matter of five or six days, resulting in an urgent need for a hospital, and especially oxygen, to a massive number of people. And simply, there was not enough. Our public and private health systems quickly collapsed, and it was a war scenario. Right here in the lungs of the world, as many will call the Amazon, hundreds of people were losing their lives because they could not breathe. We immediately reached out to a U.S. staff. Uh, we reached out to some national partners and we said simply, we need to do something. JMI reached out to their partners across the globe asking for help. And we heard that cry. We heard that they needed help and we took action. We sent a donation to their office in Manaus, the capital of the Amazon state in Brazil, and so did several other churches. With one donation, we helped this organization to serve over 180 villages down the Amazon River. And it might sound like a small number to you, but most of these villagers are in places that not even the government can reach. These people were going above and beyond to love their neighbors and to continue to take care of them. They were able to provide food, medication, PPEs, Bibles, oxygen tanks to people that were completely neglected and forgotten by their own government. This is the kind of miracle God is performing right now today as we speak. This is the kind of miracle that God can do when you dedicate what you have to his use and to his kingdom. Directly connected to dedicating what you have to God is trusting him. Trust God with your resources and he will bless you. That woman that we just read about, she wouldn't have experienced that miracle if she didn't trust God first. The widow in the story could only experience that miracle after she decided to trust God with her small jar of olive oil. And it's not easy. Fear more often than not creeps in and all the what if questions start pounding in your head and getting louder and louder. But if we trust him, you will see it happening. When I read this story, I start wondering what was her reaction after she filled the first jar with a little bit of olive oil she had. I bet she was surprised, but she couldn't stop pouring because she was witnessing a miracle right there in front of her. 
And God kept multiplying her seed and she kept pouring because that's what happens when you witness a miracle. You don't stop working on it. And she continued to pour that olive oil until there was no jar left. These past two years, we experienced something very incredible here at Grace Community Church. In the midst of this pandemic, several nonprofits and different organizations experienced a massive decrease of financial support. Because remember, when we face the unknown, people tend to hold on to their resources. Well, you didn't. Grace didn't experience that. As a matter of fact, in 2020 and 2021, we invested more money in compassion and justice initiatives than ever before in the history of our church. With supporting us financially to donating coats and food and gift cards to donating your time and your efforts and your energy as volunteers to encouraging all of us with your prayers. Our church is blessed because we have you, because you continue to bless us as we bless others. When you pour your resources into blessing other people, you are accepting God's plan to be part of something greater, to be part of his desires to all of us. What we are seeing happening in grace, it's a miracle. And let me tell you, it is not an everyday thing that you see a miracle happen right in front of you. So when you do, you don't stop working on it until God says is enough. We as a church won't stop outpouring our resources into our community until we fulfill the very last jar, just like the widow in Second Kings. Two weeks ago, we launched our Be Rich campaign, where every penny donated that week went to support our local and global partners and their big dreams and projects for 2022. There is so much to be done, and here are some of the projects that we selected to support. With Bridges to Independence, we are funding part of the expansion of their programs in the Green Valley community here in Arlington. With Little Lights, we are supporting them by repairing the floors in one of their centers and buying more computers for their students and their after-school programs. Our Lady Queen of Bees Food Bank continues to serve thousands of families a week. So we want to give them a special donation this holiday season as they provide food for families who wouldn't have a holiday feast. Project Belong is growing and they dream to create a caring connection program to love and care for the youth aging out of foster care system without a forever home. And we are proud to support that project. Justice and Mercy International in the Amazon needs help repairing their Jungle Conference Center, where around 300 river and jungle pastors meet annually to be trained and learn how to better take care of their for their communities. And there is so much more to be done. This is only possible because of your generosity. You, my friends, are blessing so many lives because you continue to outpour your resources into your community. And just as we said before, blessing is a communal experience, and so is communion. Here at Grace Community Church, communion is open to anyone who wishes to participate. And we do this as a church 
together to remember when Jesus Christ outpoured his body and his blood because he loves us. So let us together eat the bread and drink the juice. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the incredible blessing your son Jesus is to all of us. We ask that you would guide us as we learn how to trust you and dedicate everything we have for your kingdom, just as Jesus did. Bless the elements of the communion we just took this morning and pour on us your love, your grace, your mercy, and your wisdom so we can bless others with our lives as you bless us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.